Hello and welcome to the Little Big Man Podcast, the podcast where we talk about random garbage. My name is Tim and I'm here joined by my co-host Nate. And today we're talking about scientific mysteries, legal mysteries, and once again, the vaccine. Anything to say? I'm here, Tim. How's it going? We're chilling out Saturday afternoon. I know this is coming out on Tuesday, but we usually record on Saturdays, so chilling out. Ready for this. Are good days. I used to have a fifth grade teacher who was a public advocate of lengthening the weekend of three days i think i think that's a great idea to be honest we should we should lengthen it to three days we should add in friday or monday yeah just find a i don't know greek emperor or something and then we'll name another month after them Mm -hmm. do all the math later yeah august was augustus july was julius caesar or something like that whatever i don't even know to be honest Rome, one of those. I think it was Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, some crazy news stories, crazy headlines. Crazy, crazy news stories that's been going on in the past day, um, past week. There's a crazy news story that came out actually today, right before this podcast, that right before uh, we're recording this podcast that we're going to be talking about. So buckle up. Before we get into any of the major craziness, we're going to take a quick look at this story that I noticed here. Has science solved one of history's greatest adventure mysteries? A lot of mysteries come into light this past week here. Yep. Sure, a lot of people are familiar with the Dyatlov Pass incident. This is where nine hikers back in 1959 disappeared in uh, Russia. A lot of conspiracy theories around this one. Some saying the Yeti might have done it. Some saying the native people might have taken these fellas out. All we know is that nine very experienced students went out. They were hikers. They knew what they were doing. And then oddly enough, on this weird ridge, right, known as the Dalatlov Pass, something happened. There was a snowstorm, and they all died. All we know is that from the inside of their tent, it appeared as if they had been cut out, uh, ran out into the freezing cold wilderness with no gear on, nothing that would would help them against the elements. Yeah, honestly, I don't... They froze to death. Yeah, I remember... uh, I actually do remember this story um, before I I told Nate that I didn't remember this story, but I do now after he's explaining it. Yeah, I remember. I remember hearing this. This is this is crazy. Um, I mean, I don't think people's speculations are wrong. With you know, maybe there's a creature, maybe there's a civilization there. I mean, just the evidence that was presented with the way their tents were, the way all their stuff was still inside their tents, and it was like they just kind of walked out with no protective gear on to the elements. Um, I I could understand why people are. You know, speculating that there was something something bigger than uh, than science could prove. But I've heard people go as far as to say aliens were part of the uh, the problem there. Although, yeah, I mean, aliens um, just haven't been a massive just on the uprise lately, especially since uh since that big Area Fifty One raid thing, and the fact actually that actually since Donald Trump, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's a wall stopping them now, but as far as I know, there's not a lot of people from Latin America in Russia, so don't think aliens were the cause of it. That's true. Regardless, I've heard 
people speculate about a nuclear power plant or nuclear weapons tests that ended up taking these people out. Yeah, we, we could never know, but I mean, apparently there's some new science on it. So uh, let's, uh, let's take a look real quick. Well, within the Dyatlov Pass, I believe that's how it's pronounced, uh, there are some very weird wind patterns, very weird weather patterns. There was some studies done showing that some of the wind at the time could have potentially kicked up snow and caused a very rare, uh, kind of like a micro avalanche that could have just taken these people out, rolled them around in the snow, pushed them out of their tents, uh, could have potentially caused the cutting out of the tent. Obviously, if you know, the structure that you're in is being tossed around by some falling snow, you're going to want to try and cut yourself out and get out because you have a better chance that's true, that's just true. running through than you would getting buried within a tent, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking about it from that point, we're at the point where they're in danger from, you know, snow, the elements, potentially even boulders falling. Yeah, you would, you know, cut yourself out. But I still, I mean, as much as a hurry as they were in, they know where they are. They know the situation they're in. I would have thought they, even if they thought they had a better chance, they would have had an even better chance if they had their protective gear, if they had their jackets, if they had stuff like that on, instead of just, you know, rushing out in boxers or something. I don't even know if they had heaters or whatever. I don't know how they whatever, say boxers right? in Russian, but... But, yeah. Like, you know... It's a crazy story. There was one guy who didn't survive the incident, but ended up turning back a little while before the nine hikers continued into the pass. Uh, he was able to identify where they were going and kind of the details of what was going on. He didn't really seem like there was anything off about them. They were very experienced in hiking and, uh, you know, something took him out. Now, this new science that's being brought up is suggesting that it was very likely a, a kind of micro avalanche that just came up out of nowhere, threw their tents around. I would assume there was some kind of panic that ensued that would cause you to cut out of a tent mm -hmm. and then just run off into the, uh, into the cold there. Yeah, I mean... Did find the bodies? Uh, I believe they found all of them. I'm not sure about that, though. I mean, but, I don't know about I don't know about you, but if I'm sitting in a tent at what 11 p.m. at night trying to go to sleep, I'm not wearing all that protective gear because I'm in a tent. I mo most likely I have a little small heater in there, a gas-powered heater. I'm not wearing layers of clothes. I'm probably wearing like two or three layers just to keep myself warm, and of course in that sleeping bag. I'm not in that in that clothes i'm wearing i'm not ready to go face the elements especially probably because i'm not wearing boots or anything i'm not crazy enough to you know just rip out of my tent and go unless you know i'm in certain danger at that moment i have no time to turn back you know it's pretty convincing it the is it is pretty convincing. pushes these people around they're skiing down a little hill in a tent you know not good yeah regardless I Seems like they've uh, added some new evidence to this mystery that could help people solve it. But no one really knows for sure. No Just an really interesting little story that popped up there. Always good to have new information on old stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. Crazy stories, though. Yeah, some crazy stories. Speaking of some crazy stories, um, a couple of days ago, um, a pharmacist 
on Tuesday, this was actually Tuesday, which was when our last podcast came up, um, is now pleading guilty um, for ruining hundreds of doses of COVID-19 vaccine um, in Wisconsin. Um, so what, what, this, what this guy was doing was on the evening of December 24th and the 25th, he removed the box that the vaccines, the Moderna vaccines, um, came in out of the refrigerator. As we know, the COVID vaccine needs to be in a cold area um, just because how it's genetically structured. But he's a... It's genetically structured that way, but... I think think that's the correct way to say it. But this guy's name is Steven Brandenburg. Um, And he's been uh, licensed in pharmacy for 23 years. And he knew that make the vaccine less effective. And there is security camera footage of this. And he's facing, you know, up to 10 years of prison for all the three, I think it was... No, sorry, two charges that he's facing, up to 10 years for both of those, on top of a $250,000 fine. Which is crazy because, you know, he's a pharmacist. I don't think he's one of those type of people to not believe in, you know, medicine, modern medicine. So I don't really understand why he would do any of this. There's not too much info on it. So as of now, we know about 57 individuals of that medical center, you know, received that dose of COVID that was, or the, of the vaccine that was, you know, tampered with. So we don't know what's going on with that. Um, there's not too much information about it. All of this was just released on Tuesday. So if there's any new big information, we'll keep you guys updated, you know. Um, yeah, any any big information that comes up, we'll, we'll uh, post on our social media. Uh, and about social media, we do have a new Instagram page. It's called the little big man podcast. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram. We're going to be, uh, posting updates of, you know, the podcast coming out, some new news, some, some fun, cool stuff. So make sure to be following us on there. And yeah, PR there, Timmy. Awesome PR. Yeah. Some, some PR right there. Yeah. So definitely go follow us. We're not funded by the big corporate fellas. Nope. We're we're completely funded on our own. Make our own plugs. Exactly. So yeah, go follow us on Instagram. We're there. We're there almost. We're there all the time. So, um, if you contact us, DM us, um, we'll most likely respond to you because you know we're not getting hundreds of comments coming in. So, yeah, this is an odd story though. Um, short one. I think he's got a lot of anger pent up inside. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I. I mean, I. I see this pic. I'm looking at this picture of this guy, and you know. He's staring into my soul right now. He's staring exact, like, right at the camera. Like, this guy's scary, man. Like, he's bald. He looks like a prisoner. Like, he looks like a prisoner. Like, just from just from where he's at, which is... It, this guy... Interesting detail. I don't know, man. Like got this, rage pent up inside he's, because he's a pharmacist. He has something against A doctor, someone. but he couldn't afford med school, so he had to settle for being a pharmacist, and he just he wants to get back, you know? Hey, man, pharmacists make a lot of money. They, they really do make a lot of money. I know someone, I know one of my friends that want to become a pharmacist and they do make a lot of money. So, you know, you could just call him Dr. Lights though, you know, <laughs> crazy story, crazy people. Speaking of another crazy story. And I think this is probably the craziest one we've got so far. Mm-hmm. Looking at this longtime DB Cooper suspect who died. And I believe it's 94, 93, 94 years old, something like that. And this, this guy was one of the top suspects for the FBI going into this case. It's the only uh, plane jacking that has ever gone unsolved in U.S. history. 
Yep. He was one of the top suspects in this case. Died very recently, a few days ago. And uh, guy's name is Sheridan Peterson. Now, that name alone puts up some red flags. I don't know about you, but if I meet a guy named Sheridan, I'm going to yeah, be man. I don't. I, I'm going to be a um, little... I'm going to be a little scared, you know what I'm saying? A little skeptical. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, anyways, if you guys don't know the story of this so-called D.B. Cooper, who was apparently named Dan Cooper at the time, what happened was he was on a Northwest uh, airline flight, flight 305, and he ransomed 36 hostages for $200,000, then proceeded to parachute out of that commercial airline with the $200,000 and just disappeared for, what is this, 60, 50, 60 years? Like, he's just now, just now being, uh, I guess, uncovered. Well, there was, in the 1980s, uh, somebody did find... Yeah, somebody did find that money. Money buried uh, along some river out there. I think it was, I think it was the river. Columbia River, yeah. The Columbia River. Columbia River. That's right. So there's evidence to suggest that he did make it out, and there was never a body or parachute found. So I do know there's been just tons of money poured into finding out who this guy was. People have dedicated their lives to figuring it out, and no one's ever been able to solve it. The FBI, it's a cold case. Um, th there's never been any private investigators that could figure it out. I know that they've interviewed uh, the pilot who was on who was flying the plane at the time. I know that they've interviewed flight attendants, passengers. They've never been able to identify the man who went by the name D.B. Cooper. And uh, now they have. And apparently there's some quotes for him. From, from allegedly him. they have there's some there's know. some quotes that he you know allegedly wrote we don't have any actually real you know on the news stuff like that but i mean one of the things things he said that was actually the he said in quote actually the fbi had a good reason to suspect me Friends and associates agreed that I was, without a doubt, D.B. Cooper. And, you know, this is because he does have a very good re resemblance to the, you know, the, the photo that was, or not photo, but the drawing that was released to the public. If you, there is a side-by-side -side on this, um, on this article here, and I'm looking at it right now, and man's is identical. I mean, this is all on Fox News, so you guys can go see that story on Fox News. And there is a side-by-side -side of the, of his actual portrait and the drawing that the public uh, that was released to the public, and honestly, there's a striking resemblance to Kevin Spacey. I have to say, and and you know, that goes without saying. He's a sketchy fella. His name is Sheridan, and he looks like Kevin Spacey. Doesn't look like he should be allowed within 500 yards of a school, but nope, nope. He looks. That uh, doesn't mean he's not allowed within 500 yards of a plane. He looks like a honestly. He looks like a 1980s Playboy billionaire, to be honest. He looks, you know, big forehead, um, some wide ears, but yeah, I mean, the big forehead and the ears are kind of very, you know, those, those are the kind of features that were originally in that drawing that was released to the public, and without a doubt, without a doubt, that's all I can say, without a doubt, it was him. There was one investigator who dedicated... A good portion of his life figuring out who db cooper was he said he was 98 percent sure 
that Sheridan Peterson was indeed D.B. Cooper. I think there's a good case for Kevin Spacey. Um, who knows, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been so many different suspects. I mean, this guy named Robert Rackstraw, he died in 2019 at 75 years old, um, which was a little young, which is why the which is why it's the reason why he wasn't too much of a suspect because he was a lot younger at the time of the heist than Mr. D.B. Cooper was made out to be, uh, which was verified at 44 years old. So well, e- even that, I mean, Sheridan Peterson was a former smoke jumper. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's someone who jumps out of airplanes, parachutes down and do forest fires to put them out. He was apparently some kind of an adrenaline junkie who, who just loved the thrill of putting himself in dangerous situations. What about you? If you want to be put in a dangerous situation, you, you hold a bunch of people hostage on a plane, ransom $200,000, and then jump out. That's what I'd do. <laughs> that's I mean, why not? That. I mean, that's like borderline terrorism, but he didn't kill anyone. He didn't hurt anyone. He just stole a bunch of money. We're not apologizing for DB Cooper. We're not apologizing for DB Cooper's actions, but we're not also we're also not supporting them. So you know we're just kind of talking about it. Seems like he was a high level suspect, but again, just like with the dial, uh, mess that up. Yep, go ahead. Again, just like with the Dietloff Pass, there's really no telling what the truth is. A lot of theories, a lot of speculation. Could have been aliens. Could have been a nuclear disaster. Could have been... Completely yeah. made up. Could have been completely yeah. made up. Just like birds, Wyoming, or... Just like birds, yeah. Hmm. Wyoming. A lot of places like that. But... But yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy, I mean, that... That, you know, stories like these are coming up now. Um, you know, with all the new technologies that are coming up. I mean, this case is solved now, like pretty much. This case is solved now, which is crazy because this was the FBI's one of the, one of the FBI's longest running cases in the United States. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy how far we've come that we finally figured out this mystery of of the of, of, uh, of DB Cooper. I know there's a lot of fans of of the story, and I personally was very interested in the story. I'm I'm really interested in the mystery of DB Cooper, and you know. I'm kind of happy that I know what actually, you know, who it actually was, that it was actually solved. Of course, we have no information on why he did it, stuff like that. But, you know, at least, at least we, at least we get some, at least we get some closure, you know? So I think that, I think that's, that's something that's great about the, about the modern technology that we can just, you know, solve these stories. They should match it up, you know? I do gotta say though that that side by side is is pretty striking. Mm-hmm. Same hairline, same, same ha- yeah, same hairline and everything. It's in crazy. His forehead. I mean, whoever that artist was, spot on, man, spot on. Yeah, I believe it was the flight attendant who had very close contact with DB Cooper yeah. during the heist. That um, yeah, Mr. DB Cooper. Yeah, you that know. described it. That described that uh, to the. It's called a, a forensic artist. Uh, I, think, uh, yeah, artist. I think so. The artist, whatever that they that the police provide, but 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I would definitely say the flight attendant was the closest. Um, D.B. Cooper handed her a note, you know, saying that I've, I have a bomb and it's going to blow up if you don't give me $200,000. So she definitely had the contact, the closest contact with, um, with uh, Peterson, you know? So, well, allegedly, Peterson. Allegedly, Again, but really now. I guess you could best you could hope for is that someone finds a note that's a confession, but you know. Even then, I mean, he's gone now. I mean, can't really do anything about that. Either way, bunch of crazy stories, a lot of mysteries coming to light recently. Uh, another thing that we should talk about, but. This one hasn't really come to light. Is this GameStop controversy? Yeah, what is going on with GameStop, man? Come on. Crazy. And what's going on with Robinhood, too? Yeah, I mean, this is a crazy controversy that's going on here. I've heard all kinds of things that it's it's should be illegal, that it should be regulated more, that, that the stock market is failing. I've also heard people saying that it's the little guy sticking it to the big guy, you know? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's a it's a funny little uh I guess I guess joke big maybe? stock traders in here. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just another it's just more evidence of people coming together and trying to Well, what's shocking is that it happened over Reddit. Yeah. No, but joke. Reddit community is crazy. So <laughs> Reddit's out of its mind. Reddit, I don't I mean, I feel like Reddit's going to get some blame here, which is completely unnecessary, but I feel like they will. So, you know, I, I haven't really gone into the depths of Reddit. I have not either. Rumors. I know there's some weird stuff on Reddit, but I also know that there's some pretty wholesome stuff on Reddit as well. So, I mean, I think on Reddit, Reddit the guy who started this whole controversy was just a, he was a YouTuber. just kind of an average Joe type guy. Um, apparently operates a YouTube channel where he talks about financial investing and he's also does gaming so it's a bit of a weird combination weird. there but regardless i mean i've heard a lot of different perspectives on this thing and it's a wild predicament that the big business is getting into trying to spar with these kind of little time investors that are coming up and banding together to i've heard people refer to it as sticking it to the man here I don't know if that's true or not, but it's definitely a punch in the face to big investors. For sure, for sure. I mean, these investors, I mean, they kind of got really lucky with what Robinhood here is doing. They got, I mean, yeah, whatever. Robinhood? Is that what it's called? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, they that's got the, the trading platform that they're using. Yeah, they got like super lucky with what's going on here, which is which is illegal, you know? Um, it, this is actually what, what Robin... No, 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 no. What Robin Hood doing is doing is actually allegedly illegal. I cannot, I cannot, you know, I can't say anything about that because I don't really know too much about that stuff. But allegedly, it is illegal what Robin Hood did because they really did steal a lot of money from these, uh, from these, from these redditors. Yeah. I mean, with this, with this controversy of Reddit and everything, what's going on with with them? I mean. Right now, at the moment, Reddit is it, Reddit is down. Reddit has is is just down. I mean, I'm guessing there's just so many people on the website that it's just going down, which is crazy because Reddit, you know, is one of the more established, oldest social medias out there right now. I mean, amongst you know, 
Instagram and Facebook and all that. You know, which is crazy because to think that servers that large with that much capability and, you know, that much money that has gone into those Reddit servers is down, which is, it's, it's, it's been hitting outages all across the U.S. lately, which is crazy. Um, yeah, that's, that's just... It's, it's, a, it's a weird ordeal that we're getting into here where little investors are starting to take on the big guys and play by their rules. And I don't think the big investors are going to like that very much. So we'll see how it goes. I've heard a lot of talk about regulation, you know, coming mm-hmm. in and making things illegal. But again, you do got to think. That's Who is it really profiting here, you know? Yeah, I mean, the beauty of... Just making a buck or is it really kind of an organized event that's taken place to screw over businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the beauty of a uh, conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the beauty of a uh, uh, stock trading is that it's, it's legal gambling and it literally, it literally is legal gambling. And, you know, I think, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't have any stocks. I don't, I'm not really into that too much. I, you know, I just kind of know the news kind of know what's going on with that. And, you know, I I do want to go into that, you know, buy some stocks, you know, trade some stocks, whatever. And I know a lot of people that actually do want to go into that, but it's just so difficult because you just either need a lot of money to start out with or you just have to have the experience. It's really hard to just start, you know, just start. And it, a lot of people are just scared of losing a lot of money, which it's part of the game. But... You know, these big boy investors, they have nothing to worry about. They just invest in, you know, whatever. Yeah, here's a million dollars. They'll invest in it. And people, you know, of the middle class, maybe even part of the high class, people like me and you, Nate, you know, we have it trouble. We, we have it. We have a disadvantage here. So I think maybe bringing in some kind of regulation might be a, might be a little beneficial to the stock market as a whole maybe get some more people into it but yeah i i I really don't have too big of an opinion on this right now so it's a crazy ordeal that we're getting into here but we'll see yeah let's know what you think is it a big time investors that are just pissed off that little guys are finally playing by their rules or should it be regulated i don't care so yeah yeah tell us on our instagram i'll put a we'll put a poll up on our stories tell us on our instagram um yeah i mean uh yeah that's all we have for you guys today um thanks for tuning in to the podcast um next one's going to be out next tuesday at 8 a.m like usual um any parting words nate i'm john cena you can't see me